Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey folks, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos that I didn't think I'd be putting out. This is like a quickie. A situation where I thought I wasn't going to be coming back into about a week and a half, going away on my little birthday trip, huh? Going, going over down there, Deep Creek, on Deep Creek Lake, a little weekend trip. Should be a good time, but I wasn't going to put one out until about a week and a half. I lied. When you look at that 180-page contract that you signed with a network to do the podcast with, you realize, oh, I got to reach my quota, but I was going to do this anyway. I know after I uploaded the episode, like the very next minute, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to upload one before I go away on the trip because, again, I'm not going to be back until next week. Uh, so anyway, I just figured this would be fun, work this out, and I did want to respond to someone who reached out to me. Again, you can hit me up, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at fullcountchaos. So hope everybody's summer's going well, continuing to support the 22 and 45 Orioles. Pat yourselves on the back. Don't forget, look in the mirror every morning and say you are a good person because you are an Orioles fan and you support them every day. Don't forget to do that. Start your day out reminding yourself that you are a good person. Uh, But something I've noticed I haven't done lately and I was reminded of couple times that I haven't been giving you know advice or any uh, on new movies or shows to watch I've just been slacking I've been doing shit around the house been getting distracted with other shit coming up so I got to get out my uh, to-do list for TV shows and and uh, movies and I mean I I uh, monthly pay for over a billion <laughs> streaming services and every now and then even though I have all that bullshit I still turn on the television and scroll through movie channels. I don't know. I mean, movie channels, they just seem like they're just mailing it in now. They put on some really bad movies, and it's every day. It's the same. It's like the same five movies. But I got a little excited because I'm like, hey, Speed 2. Speed 2 is starting. And I remember watching that as a kid and being like, that was awesome. Holy crap, what a big bag of dog shit that was. That movie was terrible. So I was extremely disappointed. And again, Keanu Reeves was not in the second one. It was, uh, what's his name? The, the guy from Lost Boys, uh, J- uh, Jason Patrick. Big bag of dog shit. Not going to recommend Speed 2. Speed 1, always going to recommend that movie. So yeah, that's it. I, I'm slacking with the movies and the TV shows, but I got to get my ass in gear and Give you guys some more advice on that. All right. This is going to take about 30 seconds right now. I remind you all the time. Locker Room app. Live audio only sports talk platform. Free to download and to use. Talk with other sport fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. Join in the conversation. Watch games together. React to the biggest news, rumors, and games. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app. It's free. Create a profile. Link your Twitter and join. That's it. Locker room app. So moving on to the wonderful Orioles that we all love to watch every single day. I did get an email that came in after the last episode I just put out it's like the other day. And again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. They didn't leave a name. 
No big deal. That's happened before. And of course, I'm not going to give out email addresses. I've said on this podcast before. I'm not ever going to do that or any personal information. That would just be fucking stupid. And I, I don't know if this is just a sarcastic, funny email or what, but it says, I sounded really negative towards the Orioles last episode, even though the month of June started out great and they were playing great ball. That was fun to watch while they were winning and playing great baseball. Not sure why you quickly got rid of your smile. Appreciate the email. Like I said, not sure whether this is a sarcastic, smart-ass email or it's serious, but I'll respond as if this email is actually serious, okay? I did mention about all the smiles and how great June was and also talked about how we're seeing signs of greatness every now and then. But there's still 23 games under 500 in June. And right now, they're back to playing some garbage, shitty baseball. The record right now is 22 and 45. 18 road games in a row they've lost. That's a club record. Since 1954, they've never that's never happened. Most by an American League club since 1949. So smile's gone. It was gone pretty quick. That's incredible to be able to suck that bad. You got 14 losses in a row. Now 18 road games losses in a row. So forgive me that I wasn't throwing out rainbows and butterflies to everyone that last episode. I mean, again, those smiles went away quickly. This team is awful right now. A lot of fans were hoping to see a little bit of the light at the end of the tunnel for winning seasons. It's just not there right now. I mean, it's it's worse than shit when this rebuild first started. The fuck is going on? Bowie Bay Sox Twitter is blowing up right now. Their stadium's blowing up. The other day, I think Grayson Rodriguez was having a game and. I think I saw, what, 5,000 fans came to the game rooting on Grayson Rodriguez, <laughs> bringing everybody bringing their gas cans to celebrate the Orioles' future, number one pitching prospect in baseball. But yeah, of course, everyone's going to drive over there and be more interested in the, the uh, players and the games and <laughs> seeing what happiness and all those rainbows and sunshines, what they look like. Because right now, you drive down to Camden Yards, and it, you're just driving home. It's sadness. Boy, Mike Elias and the boys, they shit the bed putting this team together. Cedric Mancini, you know, John Means, you got Mount Castle. I mean, there's not many bright moments. Hunter Harvey, you know, he keeps getting hurt. Hayes, he keeps getting hurt. He just can't seem to uh, kick the injury bug. He's, what, one for 19? I mean, shit, the only exciting thing lately is watching Brandon High get thrown out of a game. <laughs> what was that Monday night? And it didn't look like one of those moments when the manager wants to pump up their players so they cuss out each ump, kick the dirt, tell them all to go fuck themselves and go, no, you're out, I'm going to throw you out, and the crowd's going wild. And Brandon was just, he was really just walking back to the dugout. And you would hope these umpires would have a little bit longer of a leash for Brandon Hyde, knowing what this poor son of a bitch has been going through the past few years. You know, they have a little meeting before each game, any of the umpire, you know, if you're umpiring an Orioles game, they should all have just a quick meeting go, guys, give Brandon Hyde a little more slack. We got to remember what he's been going through in the past few years. But Brandon really was trying to just walk back to the dugout. He was pissed. Of course, he's going to say one or two things before he walks back in. But the umpire should know. All right, he's let him cool off. He's walking back to the dugout. 
These umpires are such little sensitive dickbags. It really has gotten ridiculous how quick these umps like to show off their power in the game. They're just so sensitive. The amount of calls they have to make during the game, they have to know there's going to be times where their calls are just complete shit, which could blow an entire inning, making one bad call. You know, these managers, I mean, their jobs are on the line and, and one of these calls could blow the game. I'm sick of hearing how difficult their job is. Well, then figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. I'm all for the uh, strike radar strike zone or ro robo umps, whatever you want to call them right now. I am so for that. And it's funny because a lot of people that I've seen who are like, nope, takes away from the game, the human element. I'm seeing a lot of those people start slowly coming over to the dark side going, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's uh, we, we need radar strike zone. So, yeah, figure that shit out. But with uh, throwing Brandon Hyde out in the first inning, the first game of the series, come on, dude. And Monday after that, you'd, you'd think Brandon would have fired him up. All right, these players, now that, you know, Orioles win 10-1. to 1. Brandon Hyde getting them pumped up. No, they got their butts kicked. Monday was terrible baseball to watch after Brandon left. Three-run first inning as the Indians took advantage of another DJ Stewart gif. Because <laughs> after that happened, the the uh, the camera showed DJ Stewart's expression, probably about 30 seconds to a minute. And he had that look like he knew, oh, shit, I know I'm trending all over Twitter. He made another famous gif. That dude has zero balance and leg strength. Never seen anything like it. He, you know, he had that look like he was a kid who got caught stealing the cookies out of the jar. And he got punished. What an ass. Guy slips all the time. Not him, just guys in general, players. They slip all the time playing baseball, any sport. But to slip while just moving your feet like a normal person does not exactly build your self-esteem on national television. Oh, that was brutal. And of course, the ball drops 20 yards in front of him. The Orioles have now lost 18 consecutive road losses, like I just mentioned, standing a club record. You just sit there and you say, just please start bringing up some young talent for the love of God. I mean, Jemai Jones' home run the other day was being retweeted over and over all through Twitter while we watch Stevie Walkerson continue to suck at the game of baseball. I mean, Stevie should have been kicked in the ass by Santander for calling him off on Monday night on that play that he dropped in foul territory in right field. Santander, that was his ball. What are you doing running out that far? Only Manny Machado can get away with doing that. <laughs> what are you doing? Running all the way out in the right field to catch a foul ball when Santander was just standing there basically waiting for it. And what happened? That would have been the end of the inning. Or no, it would have been two outs. New batter. But of course, the very next pitch, RBI double. Of course. Kramer, all right, five and, a third, five and one third innings pitch. He didn't walk a batter. Good for him. You know, he had a decent game. A decent game that should help any team win. Pitching to a guy like Severino and having guys like Stewart and Wilkerson behind you to help with defense doesn't help your confidence one bit. That shit would suck for any pitcher. You know, Any Orioles pitcher right now in their mind is saying, I either got to strike out these batters or they're going to get a triple. <laughs> they hit it in the outfield. So bad. Unless you hit it to Cedric Mullins, he's going to somehow Superman dive catch highlight. There he is. Uh, Tuesday, O's loss, 7-2. to two. 
Uh, look, what, what else do we have to say about Harvey? It, it almost feels like the uh, Chris Davis situation where I, at one point, just said, all right, I'm done talking about Chris Davis. There's nothing else to say. There's really nothing else to say about Harvey, Matt Harvey. I mean, right now, he just looks like he's miserable. He just isn't doing enough to be a full-time pitcher. He shouldn't be, he shouldn't be pitching. In the dugout, when he's sitting there, he has that same look that Chris Tillman did in the dugout on his last season with the Orioles. Just like, get me out of here. I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to pitch anymore. And then, of course, Wednesday, the Orioles lose by one run, eight to seven. And <laughs> the Orioles were up three to one. I left the room, which I thought was a, no more than a minute. I come back, the Orioles are losing 6-3. to three. And I'm reading Twitter. And I'm seeing the posts. And I'm going, what the fuck did I miss? What the hell happened? You know, and I even posted that. And some people were <laughs> commenting, say, don't even watch it. Don't even waste your time. You don't want to see it. So I figured it was another situation where you hear Benny Hill music. And I watched it. And of course, yep, there it is. Just another reason why you pat yourself on the back every day that you're supporting the Orioles. And of course, I think Barstool, their Twitter account, um, the original Barstool account, tweeted out Orioles doing Oriole things. You know, So the Orioles start trending because of that play. It's just brutal. And it's going to take a while for the Orioles organization to gain a lot of respect around the league and other fans. They just can't have one or two winning seasons and then the Oriole fans be like, yeah, bring it on, Yankees. Bring it on, Red Sox. It's not how it works. you got to have many, many, many years of winning seasons and beating the Yankees and beating your division rivals and winning the division and, you know, over and over. You can't just have a couple winning seasons with Adley Rushman and be like, yeah, bitches, what's up? You all scared of the Orioles. It's going to take some time. Man, is it going to take some time? I mean, I guess at this point, I'm just looking forward to uh, the All-Star break. Watching the All-Star game, watching a field full of fun players. <laughs> and for fuck's sake, vote for Cedric Mullins. Currently 10th with, uh, what was it, 145,537 votes. I know he's not the sexiest pick, but vote for him. And I, you know, I, I doubt that I'm talking to too many uh, non-Oriole fans, although I've had people reach out to me on this podcast over the past few years. There's a couple of Red Sox fans, if I remember, when I first started this podcast and they just stumbled across it and they just wanted to chime in, I guess. They're baseball fans, you know? I've I've learned that other team, other uh, uh, fans of other teams like to listen to other what's going on with other uh, uh, Oriole teams and organizations. So, hey, kind of cool. But hopefully uh, he continues to get many, many, many votes and get in, get and get him in that all-star game. Rock on his uh, latest post, Rock Abaco said, of course it's ridiculous that he's uh, currently 10th. His 2.9 war last night, per Fangraphs.com, ranked 5th in the American League at any position. His 78 hits were tied for 3rd in the majors, and he led off the game with a single, and his defense has been gold-glove worthy. But the All-Star game is largely a popularity contest, and Mullins can't match the reputations and broad appeal of, for instance, the Angels' Mike Trout, who has 706,000 votes. Uh, of course, Aaron Judge, who has 538,000 votes. Of course, who are first and second. Uh, you know, the, the All-Star game is normally 
popularity voting contest. I mean, let's be real. It's just how it is. I mean, even when I was a kid, remember when you're at the stadium and they would, I'm talking like early 90s. If you, you know, if you're tuned in, if you were around at that time, they would pass out these uh, little pamphlets where you would just like punch it with, or fill it out with a pencil or you kind of punch it a little hole that it kind of was cut out in the paper of who you'd vote and then you'd hand it back into like the usher. You know, those were the days, but my point is I would basically just vote for the you know most popular player. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I get it. I understand why why fans like to vote for the uh, the sexy picks. They're obviously going to be the more popular ones. And, you know, let, let's be real. There's been a handful of players throughout the years that probably shouldn't have been in the All-Star game. And speaking of the early 90s, I remember as a kid seeing Sandy Alomar. Uh, one season, it was the next season after his winning American League Rookie of the Year for Cleveland. But that year that he was in the All-Star, he hit 241 with a 592 OPS before the break and played only 12 games during the second half of the season, but was voted because he was the popular pick. So hopefully uh, Cedric continues to get voted in and, uh, you know, we get to see an Oriole jersey out there as a starter. You know, that'd be fun. So anyway, just wanted to uh, reach out to you guys before I head out to the little birthday bash this weekend. There's a, still a lot in the next couple weeks I want to go over. You know, the, the MLB cracking down on foreign substances with pitchers. I haven't talked about that at all. I, I got to jump into that. And, you know, why the fuck would you do something like that midseason? And then the situation with minor league players, the rumors of them sleeping in their cars. I want to jump on that. I think I'm going to do that with the guest I'm having on next week. That would probably be a perfect topic for with the gentleman that I'm, I'm having on. So again, we're having company next week. Clean your shit up. Glad I could share this episode with you. Till next time. See ya.